welcome to My Life in Israel podcast, where I speak the truth with people about finding a solution to the Israeli-Palestinian conflict while combating anti-Semitism, anti-Israel, and anti-Zionist propaganda, and rant about Israeli politics and life in Israel. I also throw in some Judaism to spice things up. Okay, why the Israeli-Palestinian conflict will never end as long as these things never change. Um, one is the media, the media manipulation and propaganda from the pro-Palestinian anti-Israel side coming from all directions. Um, I got into this because I thought that um, it was just because people weren't hearing what was really going on here in Israel. And um, so that's why I started doing these videos. And now it seems clear to me that people are not really caring what the truth is. They believe what they want to believe because they want to believe that Israel is bad and nothing you say, no facts or whatever is going to change that. And and the media is complicit in all of that. The, the media, and it's funny because everything that we say on our side, they say literally the same thing on their side. They complain that the media is all on Israel's side and we know the media is not. And um, they claim that everything the pro-Israel side says is propaganda and everything that we say to them is is not the truth. And so literally we are saying the exact same thing, but in opposite in an opposite universe. And so you're not going to change anything. And part of that is one, what's called confirmation bias, where people already have a bias uh, to wanting to believe that Israel is doing something bad. And um, whether it's, you know, through indoctrination and progressive ideology or whatnot, or even just blatant anti-Semitism, um, it comes from a, uh, a bias. And so the other thing is um, cognitive dissidence, which means even when you show people what the actual reality is and what the truth is, they will not believe you because their whole identity is wrapped up in this ideology of hating Israel or hating Zionism or um, fighting against, you know, the oppressor. So any, any truth or any facts that you show to show that they're wrong is going to shatter the whole identity. And so they will fight against it and they will not want to believe it. And so this is why, you know, nothing we say is ever going to change anybody's mind. You're, you're constantly on this hamster wheel um, going from current event to current event to riot to riot to bombing to bombing rockets, trying to explain what's really going on and you're never going to change anybody's mind. Um, so what I want to do is I want to focus on what the real issues are, what the core problem is, and how to fix it. And you need like the 50,000 feet view of the situation that encompasses everything and to, to really understand what the problems are and then how to fix them. And so that's what I want to do. And so one thing is the media. We all know the media manipulates what's really going on and the media is the propaganda and the media is the problem. Convincing the people who are watching the media is not really going to change anything. You really have to change the media, but how can you change the media? It's worldwide. So um, that I can get into in a different video, but we all know the formula and that the media does is that they either somehow provoke things to happen and then film the reaction of Israel and then blame Israel, or they just show a video but then just make up their own explanation and call that the truth and it comes from a whole victim mentality from the Palestinians and so and even Arabs and Muslims they're all wanting they're all complicit in uh, 
propelling this victim mentality. And so, and people who are pro-Pali also suffer from a victim mentality where they, they want to blame everybody but the victim, who they perceive the victim to be. They don't want to give responsibility to what they're doing to themselves to get out of the problem. And so all these things converge, and this is part of what's shown in the media and why everybody wants to believe it. And so I am just done with this. I don't want to go and make videos tit for tat about what's happening today and tell everybody what the truth is. I'll leave that to other creators to do, but I want to focus on what the real issue is and talk about what the real solutions are. And I'm, people are talking about it and people have no clue. People have no clue how to solve this problem. And so I want to put my two cents in what I feel, how you really need to solve the problem. So stay tuned and uh, wait for my other videos and we'll go deeper into this. Why the Israeli-Palestinian conflict will never change as long as these things never change, part two. Western-style diplomacy and the two-state solution. The whole idea of Western-style dipl diplomacy is that all conflicts can be resolved through negotiation with concessions from both sides. And that has never solved this conflict. This has been tried for over 75 years. The Arabs have continuously refused, rejected any kind of concessions. It has never changed and it will never change. So why does the West continue with this idea that the two-state solution with concessions is the only way to solve the problem? They continuously reject any other way or plan to solve the problem. The idea is twofold. One is because it would totally re uh, mean that the whole Western-style diplomacy ideology would be a failure. So they cling to it even though it doesn't work. And so the second thing is, is that they want to continue the conflict. The, the U.S., the EU, the European nations, they're all allies of Israel and defend Israel and give money to Israel for defense and support Israel. And yet at the same time, they turn around and they support the PA and they prop up the PA and give the PA money and to continue the conflict. And the PA, there's no accountability for that money and they just use it to fund more terrorism. And so they're all duplicitous, everyone, even Israel, because they're, they're going along with this. They, they support the PA because they don't want it to collapse, because then it would bring in Hamas, and that would be even worse. And so they continue the conflict by supporting the PA, and they're supporting Israel's right to defense, and yet at the same time, they're supporting the terrorism to continue. So as long as this never changes, the conflict will never change. And so what needs to happen is we need to start looking at other ways to solve the problem. Why the Israeli-Palestinian conflict will never change as long as these things never change, part three. The Israeli government. The Israeli government is committed to keeping the status quo, whether it be the left or the right that is in charge. Um, they do this because the they want to appease the West and the UN so they can keep diplomatic relations and keep funding from America for defense and to have allies in the region. If they go against the U.S., then they risk being shunned by the rest of the, the, the West and the U.N. countries in votes and possibly sanctions over not adhering to a diplomatic solution. Um, and plus, they also, Israel could wipe out Hamas tomorrow. Israel could wipe out the PA tomorrow. They don't because they don't want to risk the repercussions from the rest of the Arab and Muslim nations. They are 
fearful of being attacked by Iran and through Hezbollah and Hamas and through Syria and other Muslim countries that are surrounding us that our relations with them would deteriorate. Um, so even though you think Israel is this such big Goliath person and has so much power, they don't use it. They, they shun from it. They run from it because they're afraid of the repercussions from the rest of the world. So, and this is why the conflict will never change unless Israel stops acting from a fearful position and worrying about what the rest of the world thinks and just do what's in Israel's best interest. Why the Israeli-Palestinian conflict will never change as long as these things never change, part four. The Israeli people. The Israeli people are not unified in the way that they want to solve the conflict. There's, of course, the people on the left that want to solve it one way, the people on the right that want to solve it another way, and then, but most of the people in Israel actually fall somewhere in the middle. And the people in the middle really don't have a clue of how to solve the problem. They just want to go along with the status quo and do what we've always been doing and to solve things through diplomatic means. But they know that there's no person on the other side to make peace with. And so they feel like there's no hope, there's no solution. And so, but they willing to do um, a lot of things to get peace. And they believe in coexistence. Um, and a lot of them uh, actually are willing to give up land in the West Bank to get rid of the settlements um, in order to get peace. Um, but they don't, as far as the terror attacks, they're still, the only thing that really unifies us is when we are attacked. When Hamas starts shooting rockets, when there's a terror attack, um, especially in Israel proper, everybody is unified in wanting to combat and eliminate the terrorists, the people responsible for killing us. And so the people want something to be done to stop the terrorism, but they don't want to do what needs to be done to actually stop it. Um, because the left thinks that we need to give the Palestinians more, more land, more money, more freedom, more just everything. And that will solve them from wanting to kill us. And that has proven for the past 75 years not to work. Um, so I don't understand why there's people that still think this way. And actually, Israelis are their own worst enemies because of this idea that they're willing to give up things in order to have peace. Um, they don't understand that the people outside of Israel, the, the anti-Israel people, don't differentiate between left Zionists and right Zionists. To them, a Zionist is a Zionist is a Zionist. They're against all Zionists. So the, the, the left here in Israel has no clue. They don't realize that they're hurting Israel by thinking and wanting these things to solve the conflict. They're exacerbating the problem. They're making things worse. They're contributing to the conflict because of this. And um, they don't understand that the people outside Israel and then the Arabs themselves, the Arabs in the West Bank and in Gaza, don't differentiate between left Zionists and right Zionists. They want all the Zionists gone. And so herein lies the problem that the people in Israel have no clue, have no idea how to solve the problem. They're not unified in the way they want to do it. And they don't even understand what, how much they're contributing to their own misery and conflict and terrorism to continue. And so until that changes, until we can get unified in the way that we want to solve the problem, both the left and the right, um, things are not going to change. We're, we're still going to keep going around in circles as far as having terror attacks, retaliating, trying to appease the Arabs, the Palestinians, and at the same time being tough on them and trying to stop the terrorists, but yeah, trying to be nice to them to try to get them to stop and make peace. So that's, it's the insanity of 
the Israeli people and Israeli politics, because Israeli politics is just a manifestation of what's going on with the people here in Israel. Thanks for listening to My Life in Israel podcast. Follow me on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for non-podcast videos. If you enjoyed the podcast, like, share, comment, and follow me on Spotify and other podcast apps so you never miss another episode. Support my work and support Israel by making a one-time or monthly donation or becoming a subscriber to get access to exclusive content. The links are in my profile and description. And stay tuned because I have a lot more to say. Am Israel High.